1: All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG.
2: These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work an institution for grown-ups it's like a love-hate relationship there are no bosses in a modern marriage he knows he's lucky to have a wife
0: yeah. Hello everybody, it's Wednesday the 5th of October, it's uh, just coming up on 9 o'clock in the morning, it's episode 121 of Husband and Wife, Sentenced to Life, relatable content, hashtag relatable content, with me, disgruntled wimmer, uh, struggling dieter and afternoon radio host Simon, and over there, skin tag remover, lasagna cocktail creator and detective Laura. Morning. Now, if you're wondering what a lasagna cocktail is, you'll find out, I'm guessing, in probably the next episode. We're not going to do it today. <laughs> because today we're doing something special. Yes. And it all started with a call from your mum about a story you'd heard as a child, right?
3: I think I did, yes. You yeah. know, you've had these stories that you've heard all your life, yeah. We What are we calling it? The Penguin Files.
0: Right, that's new. we want to do it like a true crime podcast with all the special effects and everything and the nice music what
3: did you say pick up a penguin
0: it's been suggested that we talk like this today on episode one I don't, the, I don't think I can. Well, you're, you're trying to do to American.
3: Well, what are you trying to do?
0: You just got to do it in a really slow, croaky so you, you But you you've gone American. It is American, but I'm not doing American. I'm not in Texas, USA. <laughs> On today's episode of the Penguin Mystery. Blink, 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 blink. It's going to be like that, isn't it? We can't carry that off for a full episode. I mean, we could. it would take us about three days to record it, wouldn't it? Oh, the voice? Uh, yeah. yeah. No. I'm not doing that. So it might be a one episode. Uh, who knows? It might lead on from this. We certainly are nowhere near getting to the bottom of it. Or are we? Blink, 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 blink. <laughs> That's what they do, is it? On yes. their podcast. And so then you listen for 24 weeks. And at the end, they go, James is still in yep. custody. Blink, 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 blink. <clears throat> so should we start?
3: Yes, let's. What are
0: we calling it? We really should have decided this before. Well,
3: I liked your p- 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 pick up a penguin.
0: We can't call it p- 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 pick up a penguin mystery. <laughs> That's really hard. <laughs> yeah, it I'm sounds ridiculous. It. It, right. We've the got, Penguin Files. Okay. So it all started with you telling me about a story your mum had told you. Yeah. So then we thought, we'll call your mum, Gayle, get her on the podcast and get her to tell the story. And tell the story, she did. <laughs>
4: Sharon? You know Sharon. Well, her son went to London Zoo and when Sharon picked her son up from the trip, he ran indoors, ran in the kitchen and then went upstairs and shut his bedroom door, which he thought was odd. So when she went upstairs, he was on the bed with a baby penguin trying to feed it a penguin chocolate bar. <laughs> See, I, oh told my you, God. I told you there was a penguin
3: chocolate bar in the story Absolute somewhere.
0: Absolute
4: <laughs> <laughs> She's doing it again It's the absolute truth And then Sharon <laughs> was moaning like hell Because she had to then go to London With a baby penguin to give it back Right, do you know
3: this story is 100% true? Yes
0: there you go. From the horse's mouth, or from the friend of the friend of the horse's mouth, <laughs> your mum, yeah, saying that penguin story of a of a penguin being stolen from London Zoo and being brought back to Southampton is a hundred percent true.
3: Yep, she seemed certain, didn't she?
0: So next step, of course,
3: we had to call Sharon, didn't we?
0: And Sharon had no idea why we were calling.
3: None whatsoever, no. Sharon, we've known each other for a long time, haven't we? Very long
4: time, yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) But you have absolutely no idea why we're calling, right?
4: Absolutely none. (laughs)
0: When your kids were younger, were there any standout events in your kids' sort of like teenage years did anything happen that uh, so you've
3: got two boys Josh and Sam when they went on school trips is there anything you can think of
0: oh no well this I mean here wow. lies the problem because you would definitely be able to yeah. remember if the story's true oh
4: yeah but if it's traumatic no no <laughs> have, well, well
0: it's traumatic for for one thing involved in the story but not for any adults or your children
3: right last week on our podcast I mentioned that a, a teacher friend had kidded in her class brought a kitten in her backpack is this this ringing any bells yet
0: oh dear no, it's not ringing any bells. <laughs> no, it's, not, is it's it? not,
3: Right, so then I said, well, this reminds me of a story that my mum told me about somebody putting a penguin in their bag from going on a school
4: trip to a zoo. Yeah. So
0: then what happened is we did a couple of podcasts about this and a lot of people got in touch and said they knew the penguin story.
4: I do vaguely remember this now. It was quite a while ago, though, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, it's, it is quite a while ago, but the, specifically, what we've heard is it happened to your family.
4: No.
3: So my mum told me this story, right? Now, I've always believed this story was told to me when I was a kid. So I was shocked today when we spoke to my mum to get the full story. The story happened to my friend Sharon. And I said, what? Sharon, Sharon? Yep.
0: By the Um, way, she was in no way foggy about this. She was crystal clear on the facts. And we said... You think this is true? She said it's 100% true. Um, Yeah.
3: She said, Kathy, my auntie, who is also a friend of yours, had told my mum this story. So the story goes, one of your children went to London Zoo for a school trip. They then brought a penguin back in their backpack. Baby penguin. Yeah. I don't know if it was Sam or Josh, but when they got in, they went straight up to their room, which you thought was very odd. So you got a bit worried and you went in to check what was going on. And when you walked in the room, (laughs)
0: this is genuinely what we've been (laughs) we'll send you the audio
3: when you walked in the room one of your kids was feeding this penguin a chocolate penguin (laughs) 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 oh my goodness and I was like are are you sure it's Sharon yep yep 100% it's definitely Sharon no no so, no, it's definitely not me.
0: Well, there's a rumour flying around the New Forest that your family are the penguin stealers.
3: <laughs> and, no. you, and then to the point where and then my mum said, yeah, and Sharon was so mad because she had to drive back up to London <laughs> yeah. that night with the penguin. I
0: mean, I drive. Now, obviously, I don't want to upset my mother-in-law here, so I'll ask you again. Are you 100% denying <laughs> that this is your family? I am 100%
4: denying <laughs> uh, that that is... The only thing that Josh has ever collected from anywhere is I had a phone call to say that Josh had started a rubber club. And oh. I was like, a what? A
5: rubber club?
4: A rubber club. So I'm like, a rubber club. They said, yeah, and we need to speak to you. So I'm like... Okay, so I went in thinking, what is going on? This is on the school to be collected. All... But it was erasers, not rubber. Yes, yes, I understand. We <laughs> collected everybody the erasers, and one boy had wanted one back, and he refused to because he put them all in a little box because he collected them all. So that's uh... the only thing that I think that has ever... So it's not like a penguin, is it? No, yeah.
0: no. Nope. Yeah, nope. that, that's a far stretch from the version <laughs> wears <weird. laughs> I think
4: that's so funny. <laughs> I think that's so funny. Oh, my God. I wonder why she thinks it's smart Well, because she said
3: Kathy had told her this story. So so we've still not got to the bottom of the penguin story.
4: If it had been me, though, I'd have put a little pond in the garden and kept it. (laughs) Brilliant, yeah. And I'd have built an igloo. I'd have built the lot. No, I'm so intrigued now as to who it is, but it's not me.
0: So Sharon denies it? Yes. She was shocked. I'm inclined to believe her. I mean she seemed really shocked when we told her
3: Yeah well like like I say I've known Sharon a long time. Sharon if Sharon had stolen a penguin or kids had stolen a penguin she'd be telling that story.
0: So next step was to put this out there and fish around and see if we could use social media. Yeah. I put a post on my Twitter at Catboy92 and on uh, Catboy and Laura Facebook page just asking if anyone's got any more leads on this story meanwhile you were scouring the World Wide Web.
3: Yeah and Which I, is
0: huge by the way. It's not like a newspaper. Yes. It's like all the newspapers.
3: Yeah, and actually not loads. Like I expected there to be hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. There was a few, but not hundreds.
0: All right, well Laura, take us back to December. 2005.
3: A one foot high, three month old penguin called Toga was stolen from the Amazon world on the Isle of Wight. You know, in. Down Sondan. your way? Yep. So which that's- is
0: where a lot of these stories are originating. Yes.
3: A man called GMTV.
0: That's was- his name.
3: No, he called...
0: Oh, he called GMTV. Yeah, Good Morning Television in the UK, right? A man called GMTV
3: to say that he'd stolen this penguin and he dumped it in a plastic bag at Portsmouth Dockyard. That's
0: horrible. I mean, I know this is quite a light podcast, although it's a mystery. First of all, stealing the penguin, but secondly, leaving it in a plastic bag.
3: Yeah, well, unfortunately, no one ever found Toga. He he was, um, they were still searching, like, five days later. Penguin on the loose. Yeah, there was a reward for £3,000 being offered. They think it was to do with the documentary the march of the penguins which was near had uh, come out near the time
0: oh, right but, i remember that so
3: this story supposedly is true
0: right here's my initial thought on this yeah great publicity for the zoo yes i'm taking it they never got the man
3: they never got the man so an anonymous
0: call goes into gmtv and
3: they never found toga so they yeah. never found the penguin in the bag right but apparently the navy were in on it the police that like Proper search for this. But
0: it has got that feel of a good old British ruse... Yes. ...to get people to the zoo.
3: One thing is genuine. The penguin did go missing. That much is true. So they... I
0: mean, he could have died.
3: Well, this is it. They said he could have escaped. They don't know where he went. But did he actually get stolen... This it was never, ever proven. Right,
0: so that was in the papers, right? That was yep. genuinely in the papers. Well, we're going we're gonna to fast forward now to July 2010, when a 10-year-old penguin called Kelly was found on the street after being stolen from Dublin Zoo. Wow. So we're crossing the waters to Dublin. The female penguin was kidnapped by a gang of men and discovered several hours later, a few miles away, the men broke into the zoo before carrying her out and making off in a taxi. How's this? Whenever I try and get in a taxi, like, it's been a while, (laughs) but if you're getting into a taxi with a kebab in England, they're like, no, you're not getting in with a kebab because you don't want his car stinking out, right? Yeah, well... How are you getting in with a fishy penguin?
3: I'm assuming they've got a big sports bag. Maybe they thought they'd done some stinky sport.
0: What it says in this story, I reckon is going to put an end to this ever happening again. The penguin was tracked through a microchip and was returned unharmed Back to the zoo. Now, yep. I don't know if these guys, it sounds like it were japes. It sounds like it was just a prank. Yes. It, I don't think anyone's nicking a penguin and holding it for ransom.
3: No. Well, I, I think these guys, it was a prank. All right. So, shall we go back to
0: the calls? Yes. Well, take another call. We have got lots more news stories. But our next caller came up on Twitter. I put it out on Twitter. And at Minty Matt. Right. There's a teacher out here in Dubai. Yes. He replied to the message and he had another slant on the story.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, so I used to work in uh, Hampshire as a social worker and uh, there was a a children's home I used to work closely with and staff there convinced me that they once ran this day trip to uh, Marwell Zoo. You know, they had all sorts of difficulties and challenges in their lives and would get up to regular little bits of mischief and they ran this trip in the minibus up to Marwell and whilst they were there, a couple of kiddies went missing for like thirty minutes or so. This is what they tell me. And they couldn't for the life of them find them anywhere. And on the way back in the minibus, they knew something was up. There was a load of rustling on the back seat and <laughs> people scrambling around with their rucksack. I think, Oh god, have they go to the gift shop? Have they nicked something? What's going on here? So anyway, they get back to the home, you know, they have their evening meal, they get ready for bed and all the kids go off to bed and they do this like this round obviously where they go at the staff will go up and have a look down the corridors and check everyone's okay. And as one one member of staff just turned the corner, his penguin was waddling down the down the corridor. <laughs> uh, towards them sniffing around people's bedroom doors I don't know if he's looking for fish he must have been pretty hungry by them they managed to round up the lads the next day and uh, one of them admitted to uh, sneaking off during the trip and climbing over the barrier and stuffing a penguin in his rucksack and bringing it back home that's the first one I've heard although I must admit I'm pretty sure I've heard another one of uh, like uh, an old people's home similar story someone with a little bit of dementia or or something coming home with um, a little penguin. Oh, this but, is a new uh, angle. The more I think, <laughs> yeah.
3: How certain? So of the story are you? Like, the person that told you the story, do you think they were telling you well, the truth? Wow,
2: well, this is it, you see. No one's ever told me this story first time. It's always like from a previous member of staff, previous yeah. group of kids, oh you wouldn't know them. I've heard it from a couple of sources. I'm hearing it from you now as well, from your cousin, although they could be the same no, well, they'd be the same person. I don't know. There is this, you know, it's this Hampshire, isn't it? It's Marwell Zoo. When you actually break it down and think about the Logistics involved in stealing a penguin (laughs) from a zoo and successfully returning it, I don't know, 40 miles down the motorway. It beggars belief, really, though, doesn't it? I mean, penguins, I mean, I know you can get small ones, can't you? But, you know, some of them are about as tall as a kid, you know, those big emperor ones. When you see them waddling around, are they really going to, like, just accept that if if someone climbs over and says, come here, they're just going to leap into their arms and stay all still and quiet and climb into someone's bag? There you go. That's Matt's story. So
0: once again, we're down your way. We're down south. Definitely. We've had Isla White. We've had Marwell Zoo. Yours was thought to have originally been Southampton and then London Zoo. Yeah. So all in a sort of a catchment area.
3: Yes. But do you know what Matt did? He was convinced of the story and by the end he started to doubt himself. Did you notice?
0: Well, he went into the physics. Yeah. You know, he went into the dimensions of a penguin. Yeah. Would they be quiet? would they move around a lot? I mean, most young animals, most animals, in fact, if you put it into a bag, would panic and start thrashing around a little bit. Now, penguins don't have massive arms or anything like that, but I'm sure they can thrash around and make a noise when they want to. So that was Matt. Yes. All right, back to the papers. And now we're heading to April 2012.
3: Yeah, we're going much further afield now. Still involving the Brits, though.
0: I mean, it's starting to seem a lot like whoever did nick the penguin was of British heritage. Yes. <laughs> what a surprise. It
3: sounds like us, doesn't
0: it? It fits right in with that sort of attitude the rest of the world has of Brits, in yep. it? When they're not smashing bus stops after a football match and beating each other up, they're nicking penguins. Yes. All right, tell me the story.
3: Three young Britons stole a penguin during a drunken night out from Australia, the World Marine Park in Australia, the Queensland World Marine Park.
0: Wow, so now we're really spreading our wings Yeah, we're all
3: the way over in Oz. They apparently remembered only when they woke the following morning with hangovers to find the small penguin called Dirk on the carpet of their rented apartment. Now, this is actually sounding like the hangover of the movie
0: now, isn't it? They had the tiger, didn't they?
3: Yeah. The trio panicked and released the penguin into a canal. The bird was rescued by passers-by who then alerted the zoo. And they were caught on camera. There was genuine photos. Right. Or, have you seen it? Yes,
0: I have. You've seen video evidence of...
3: I've not played the videos, but they there is video evidence. But they, what they did is they stripped down to nothing. First Who did? The guys, because they wanted to swim with the dolphins in the uh, marine park. So they did that. Then they stole the penguin.
0: Swimming with dolphins has never, ever been something I've wanted to do. I don't agree with it. Right, no. it's not my thing. Yeah. Swimming with dolphins naked... And having something dangling around that could look like food to them. True. No, thank you. Yeah. Fast forward again three years to June 2015. A 10-year-old boy stole an adult penguin. Now, this already feels far-fetched because an adult penguin is three foot. Yeah, but at then least. there's
3: the, Do you know what I noticed when reading all these news stories? It's It does mention the type of penguin There's oh, all... Okay,
0: so he st- a 10-year-old boy stole an adult penguin from a French zoo and smuggled it back to Britain in his backpack. Now, we've all known about the French border to Britain. The booze runs, yeah. the fags runs. That's yeah. cigarettes, by the way, for our American listeners. He wrapped the penguin up in a towel, popped it in his bag, zipped it up before taking a ferry home across the channel with his unsuspecting parents. It was only later that night back at their house in Brantham, Suffolk, that the boy's horrified mum and dad found the penguin splashing about happily in their bath. We've had a few bath stories. So this
3: is, And this is a, a kid. This is the first news story about a kid.
0: Yeah. Once their son had admitted the theft, I mean, how is he not going to admit it if he's <laughs> there's only three of them in house? Once he admitted the theft, they immediately called the RSPCA, who then contacted a nearby Colchester Zoo, which is now looking after the bird. No further action was taken as the boy told them he took the penguin to give it a new home. And they had not intended to cause any harm or upset for anyone. The boy has since told his parents that he wants to be a zookeeper when he grows up. Well, that's quite a nice story you know the other stories of the the brits in australia dumping one in a canal the fella leaving one in yeah. a plastic bag horrible yes but i understand the innocence of children yeah. who are just interested you know and wanting to, we've all done that when we have seen something cute when you want to take yeah. it home you yeah. did that with me um, <laughs> so that's a great story
3: now this one again looks like it's genuine
0: where are you getting these from because you've not put your sources here are these, is this from a news bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This,
3: this, one, this one appeared a few times. Right. Um, and, you know, it's actually referenced like the RSPCA and Colchester and then and it says that they've actually still have the that penguin, penguin because they thought it was better on the penguin to can
0: actually, you tell which one it is because he's wearing yeah. like onions and riding a bike and yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. smoking what are they called the really strong cigarettes
3: and I only have a bath with radox yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he's peeing on cars because it's legal over there <laughs> anyway November 2018 then Laura what have you got
3: a former zoo worker at South Lakes Safari Zoo in Cumbria stole two Humboldt penguins. Now, this one, again, is a genuine story. The guy used to work for the zoo, but he had an Avery, and he also stole some other exotic birds. Um, so this is a true story? Yeah, and he...
0: Disgruntled ex-employee.
3: Yeah, and I, I think he was having issues, you know, he was an alcoholic and a yeah, drug addict yeah, and yeah, things. Yeah. He was doing it for money, so he broke in, and he sold the penguins, the two penguins, for £10,000. Wow! And that's how he got caught. Suddenly
0: it seems quite a good idea.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the, the guy he sold them to did the microchip thing and found out that they weren't, well, I don't know why the guy that bought them thought they would be genuinely for sale anyway, but he, because.
1: I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me.
3: He had a farm that he did um, like tours on.
0: There's a cut off with animals of what animals. Yeah, you. If someone was selling a pig, I wouldn't be suspicious. Yeah, a cow. Yeah. especially if it was from the countryside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm selling a cow. I'd get it. We've talked about well, getting. We're even, on about getting pygmy goats, aren't we? Yeah, when we get yeah. when we move home
3: chickens but these two penguins were for sale on Facebook so go on this guy was actually named and shamed and you know he was caught he was found guilty and he was sentenced so his name is out there that is a genuine story he stole them but I feel like this story doesn't fit the story we're looking for if you know what I mean this guy is broken in he already he still had the keys he broke back into his old workplace he stole them and sold them it's a genuine stolen penguin story but not necessarily the story we're after
0: now this one there's no date on this oh it's a story that goes back To the late 1980s Margaret Forbes This is from a newspaper Margaret Forbes Attended Cumbernauld College In the late 1980s A female lecturer Told her this tale Which she swore Was genuinely happened Right A group of boys At the college Were taking on a trip To Edinburgh Zoo Now that's not The last mention today Of Edinburgh Zoo On the way back The teacher was forced To stop the bus And investigate It transpired The lads had smuggled The penguin onto the bus It was taken back To the zoo All with due haste
4: Mm Mm-hmm
3: and, you know, like 1980s, like I said, I feel like I heard that story back then.
0: Everything was a lot simpler and back then.
3: That's the first one we've had that's not in the 2000s. In fact, 2010s It's the first one we've not had.
0: Well, I'll tell you what I'll do now. I'll play our Edinburgh call. Okay. This one is from a friend of ours. We used to do a podcast called Fantasy Reboot Podcast. He was one of the guests on that, In fact, one of the hosts with us. And he also works with me at the radio station. Yeah. It's Roger Pryor. Here's what Roger had to say. I was at
6: Sunderland University, a stand-up establishment that did media, cooking and gardening, amongst other degree subjects. I can't remember exactly who told me it, but it was a rumour going round. It was definitely one that was talked about in student unions in Sunderland. And it actually goes a bit further north as well, Laura, because it was about... Edinburgh Uni or students at Edinburgh Uni.
3: Oh, so it's a student, not a school kid.
6: Not a school kid, no. Right, okay. Um, these were rumoured to be first-year students, so arguably you could say, you know, you're still a kid when you're in fresh as wheat. You're yeah. still, you know, doing things that maybe a more adult human wouldn't do.
0: But the thing is, all the school trip stories we're hearing, you know, when you think about the logistics of getting any zoo animal out of its enclosure as a child, yeah, especially a small child, it seems quite impossible. It seems improbable and impossible, whereas... Students, you've got your own transport. You're not there on a school trip. You've not got the teachers watching you.
3: Well, recently we were in Bristol and um, they were, there's this story of the students breaking in through the wall of the art museum and they went and stole the live site. The
0: The big, the silverback, the gorilla. Is he yeah. called Gus the Gorilla or something?
3: I don't know. He's a famous gorilla, but he, but yeah, they stole him. They got him out of the art museum. You can imagine students, can't you? That kind of thing is in it?
0: When you students, you steal the other football team team's mascot. You get up yeah. to banter like that. You yeah. know, you empty your classroom, whatever. Yeah. From a scientific point of view, it seems more probable that someone a little older could pull this off.
6: And in the dark of night, as well as opposed to a school trip, which is in broad daylight. What we heard was that during Freshers' Week, three students from Edinburgh Uni had broken into Edinburgh Zoo under the dark of night and stolen a penguin and had kept him in their bath. The story came to light midway through their first year, so the rumour was that they'd kept this penguin alive by giving him a good old space to swim in, the bath, and feeding him on um, offcuts and uh, waste from the fishmongers down the the front.
0: (laughs) Some great depth to this version of the story. I'm loving it. And they would have
6: got away with it, apparently. I saw the rumour was if it hadn't been for a, a halls of residence inspection where the warden or whoever (laughs) had gone into their bathroom and gone lads what's this you've got to get rid of this and more importantly they were all ejected from university as well so the ruse was up and also so was their chance of greater employment with a degree under (laughs) their belt.
0: See I can remember my college days and this seems like something I would totally have done back then and I can imagine going home and having to tell my mum and dad I've been kicked out and then them being disappointed in me and of course me dining off it for the rest of my life in my unqualified yeah. positions
3: i have a slight issue yeah there's not many student digs that have baths
0: this
6: is a very good point laura like we all genuinely believed it because of the stuff you get up to in freshers yep. week you're just yep. like yeah They've one up to each other. That it's gone too far. Also, we had only heard this one rumor. Since then, I've heard this rumor many times. <laughs> <laughs> so.
3: Have you heard different versions of it? Has has the versions changed at all?
6: Yeah, it's it's personnel. It's places. Any university that's got that's in a city with a zoo, I've heard a derivative of this story. Yeah.
3: Well, we've got two guys, Ross Moore and Darren Bruce, have both said Edinburgh Zoo. They have both backed up Edinburgh. Yeah. It seems to be really? Yeah the main zoos that seem to be coming up are Edinburgh Zoo London Zoo and Marwell Zoo which is down in Winchester most of it seems to be happening down south but the only other stories are coming from Edinburgh Zoo which is interesting
0: I just wonder if the, somebody out there is listening to this now going no nah, it was Chester Zoo yeah <laughs> it was Wycross Zoo what kind of year were you talking about here so this would have
6: been my first year at uni which was
0: 2003 depressing <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sorry. I know right so, so
0: 2003. God, that's made me lose all respect for you. I mean, I didn't have much, but I've lost all respect for you. I was pretty much getting me bus pass in 2003. Okay. Um, and are yeah, you saying the, the rumour was that it had happened around that time?
6: No, I'd, I would be lying if I said a date because it just seemed like a story that had happened in the past. I don't know. I couldn't put a date on it.
0: Right. So the well, this is very
6: interesting.
3: Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah. So it could have happened in the 70s. It could have happened in the 80s or the 80s. And I was I was no, going to say,
0: the bath thing becomes a little bit more believable yeah. if, you're, if you're going back to the 70s yeah. or 80s, because yeah. of course, nobody had showers until the 80s. True. Really. <laughs> so I don't know.
3: And not, But then not many people went to uni, did they, back in the 70s and... <laughs>
0: Well, it'll be posh kids. Now, yeah. Edinburgh University, I'm guessing, back then, will have been posh kids. Yeah. And I'll tell you who loves a wide-scale practical joke. Oh, yes. Posh kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, David Cameron, Fig. Take- Boris. That's <laughs> 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 a whole new podcast. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, listen, thanks so much for chatting to us. We'll add it to the canon and we'll keep digging. Good luck in
6: your search. Um, I really hope you get to the bottom of this.
0: So there you go, another very interesting call, and again, yeah. centralised around Edinburgh, where we have heard a few yes. tales yes. of the stolen penguin, and that almost fits with the last one we read out there from the Herald about the Cumbernauld College yes. story. Yes. It's very close. yeah. Now, we're not the only ones we're not searching no. for this penguin.
3: Whilst I was looking for the news stories, I found that other people were doing the same thing as us. Now, this one woman, she says, has anyone heard the rumour of the stolen penguin The zoo of origin is sketchy. I've heard London or Marwell most often. Now we've heard both of those today. But apparently a young child climbed over the fence and hid a penguin under his jumper. That's
0: new. Penguin under the jumper. Yeah. That's very noticeable.
3: Which was discovered by the parents either due to the noises in the car or swimming in the bathtub, which again, we've we've heard
0: kind of both of them. Yeah.
3: And then the replies to this were, yes, I've heard it, but it was in Bristol Zoo. And then someone else said, I've also heard it, but it wasn't. It was at Edinburgh. Zoo, which is quite similar to the feedback we've had yeah we've had bristol london marwell edinburgh
0: we're still no closer still on the wiser yeah now our next caller yeah we're gonna head to south korea wow right the accent won't give you south korea <laughs> she's not originally from south korea it's nikki who used to live in dubai yes uh and then as uh, now an expat in south korea she was kind enough to send us a message on facebook about the penguin story she told us all about it and where she heard it from
5: this was quite a few years ago now we was meeting with our financial advisor because we were remortgaging our house yep. and I know him pretty well but I didn't expect him to come out with this sort of story he right. was telling me about a friend of his whose friend's little boy was going to Drusilla's I think it's in East Sussex okay down by Hastings way and the little boy was off and he was very excited he was off on his first school trip and he had his lunch packed in his rucksack and he went off to Drusilla's at a great time and when he came home he was very quiet and he Went up to his room and he told his mum he was going to get himself ready for bed. Yeah. So then she was really absolutely gobsmacked. She went up to find him in the bathroom, splashing about in the bath with a penguin he'd stolen from Drusilla's. He replaced his lunch with a penguin. <laughs> Hold on.
0: Oh, this is great.
5: So the penguin's in the bath. The penguin's in the bath with the kid and he's getting them ready for, for bed. <laughs>
0: this is incredible. So what he's done, Laura, I don't know if you picked up on that point. So his bag doesn't look any different. He's took his lunchbox out, his packed lunch, he's secreted that in the zoo and he's replaced it with the baby penguin Yeah. so he doesn't look like he's carrying any excess baggage on the way back from I mean, the trip. Why would you? Yeah. Why do you think that? What he has done is he's caused suspicion when he got home by telling his mum he's going to have a bath and go to bed, which yes. no no child ever does, of course.
5: <laughs> 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 I mean, I actually believed it at the time, but we, this must have been like 20 years ago and I just remember at the time telling everybody that would listen, i told this story. so It's a great story.
0: Because a financial advisor is somebody you've got to trust, right? It's somebody you, you're putting your financial life in their hands, their advice.
5: He's still working. He still works now. Friends of mine in the UK, he still helps. The same guy.
0: We might need to get his number from you or his name and number, see if we can get him to tell this story. But at what point in a conversation about your financial future
5: did he drop
0: <laughs> Did he drop in the penguin start story? <laughs>
5: I'm guessing it was right at the end once we'd signed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was, maybe Good. it was, maybe it was saying it to get us to sign I'm not sure but we'd used him for quite a few years so we trusted him already anyway yeah. my husband thinks it must have happened he thinks it must have happened at some point somewhere yeah. I'll keep watching to see if you find out
0: that's what this podcast is about I mean ask around your expat friends over there in Korea if anyone else has got another version of the story do get in touch will do interesting big thank you to Nikki yes I would love to hear if this is spread out across the world if anybody in America yeah has got an example of this I know we've got listeners all over the place to our relatable content podcast, marriage podcast. Australia seems a place, you know, like they've got a very similar sense of humour to the Brits. Yeah. I don't know.
3: And she's also saying she thought the story was from at least 20 years ago. So we're looking early 2000s there. So the dates,
0: again, they're all over the show. We've gone back as far as the 70s, the 80s, right up until the last decade.
3: Yeah. So then whilst on my news search, I came across one of these like urban myths page. Okay. And the title was Child Abducts Penguin in Backpack." So then basically...
0: Was this on Snopes? Because Snopes.com is where you find out if these things are true or not.
3: I think it w- might well have been, actually. Go on,
0: tell me the stuff. I'm going to look it up while you're talking.
3: Urban legend holds that a child successfully smuggled a penguin out of an amusement park. Now, we've not heard amusement park, but zoos, amusement parks, by concealing the creature in his backpack.
0: Well, Dracilla's, which is on the south yeah. coast, by the way, back in the wheelhouse of the okay. south coast area. Drusilla's is that kind of thing. It's got right. a couple of small... Yeah. Like Flamingo Land, which is where someone said this had happened. Yeah,
3: Poulton's Park, Pepper Pig World, yeah, those kind of things. Yeah, they've
0: got animals. Yes, uh, but it's also um, a little zoo. Yeah. What's that place there where we go? Whipsnade. What's it called? The, the wrong... one with the gorilla where you have to go past oh on no, a train? Oh, no, sorry,
3: Longleat. You're thinking Longleat, See, yes. that's a
0: similar sort of thing. It's got the amusement, yeah. but it's also got a zoo. So this one's from an email in 2005. Friends of one of Mark's, is this just, right, so we don't know who this is. No. Friends of one of Mark's work colleagues have a 12-year-old son with learning difficulties. A couple of weekends ago, they had a family trip to Drayton Manor, a West midlands theme park and zoo. Later, when they're thinking of going home, the son asks if he can have 20 minutes on his own. They agree, but with strict lectures about where and when he is to meet. When the meeting time comes, there's no son. The parents are a little concerned. Eventually, a soaking wet figure comes into view wet from head to toe backpack dripping shoes squelching this has been written well (laughs) when they get home so so they went home with him like this by the way they didn't question him there when they got home son is directed straight upstairs to have a bath all of a sudden a very strange disturbing noise comes from the bathroom they charge upstairs burst through the door to be confronted by 12 year old son and a penguin right too many holes in that story for me he's carrying the penguin when the when he's dripping wet where have you been why is your bag wet? Why are you wet? Yeah, well... They'd have got to the bottom It, They wouldn't have got home.
3: I think maybe the assumption was that he'd been on the log flume. He says he caught the penguin, put it in his backpack, and they say that the penguin was returned to the zoo. Surprised, but unharmed. I then found another one. Yeah. And it's very similar. Same tu- same year. I have a really funny story to tell you. Someone I know works with people with learning disabilities. Okay, so again, and we had, um, when Matt earlier, his story involved kids with learning disabilities. They took a trip to Drayton Manor. Manor. So it's the same place as the one you've just read. One of the group just wandered off. Now, this time it's a group of kids, not just a family. So it's, it's it's a school outing. They eventually found him drenched from head to toe with a massive coat on. They managed to get him onto the coach. Later, he unzipped his coat and pulled out a live penguin. It was a dwarf one. They had to turn the coach around and return the penguin. It's true.
0: Back to 1993, very similar story of a friend of a friend. That's always a weak start. Yeah. Decided to take a young son to Dudley Zoo, so that's in the Midlands again. But the little lad was a real handful. He just wouldn't stay still and was always up to mischief. He scampered away. When she eventually found him, he was given a proper telling off and remained quiet all the way home. As soon as they got home, he rushed upstairs. There's a common factor in these stories. Yeah. His exhausted mum slumped in a chair but was soon troubled by a commotion. She wearily trudged up to the bathroom, only to find her little treasure splashing about in the bath with a small, bewildered penguin.
3: Right. These three stories are very similar. (sighs) Very similar place of the zoo, similar story. The child has wandered off, but two of them are from 2005 and one dates back to 1993. So already there's a bit of, are they true? Are they not true? Did you find it?
0: That website's changed. Snopes looks like it's changed. It used to be, you'd re- you put the story in yeah. and it'd tell you whether it was true or false, you know, whether there was evidence to back it up. It's rated as legend, yeah. which means there are so many versions of the yes. story, but no definitive one.
3: Yeah. And I think there's even, you know, there's some stories in the US as well that have got right. similar, similar stories. And again, the March of the Penguins has been mentioned a few times as influence in this rumour story but, but that's too recent to me that's too recent
0: it's like what was that fish film when everybody wanted to get the same fish the little orange and white Nemo. fish Nemo everybody wanted that fish yeah when that film came out
3: yeah but I knew this story way before March of the Penguins and some of these stories that are coming in are from like we said the 80s whatever it's come from somewhere they referenced um, there's a kids book you know we said it would make a great kids book Yes, someone's already done it it's called Tina and the Penguin about a girl who steals a penguin from a zoo but that was only released in 2004
0: I think the legend is an influence on whoever wrote that book I
3: agree I agree
0: in the same way that we're doing this podcast now if somebody in 20 years goes well they did a podcast on it then it's not relevant to when we did it it's just that the story's surfaced again
3: yeah I think what we can say at this point is that there is Similarities in all these stories. Yeah. There is definitely a story that has gone on for years that has obviously changed over time sometimes it's a bath sometimes it's a real chocolate penguin
0: that's the most ridiculous your mum's yeah. is the most ridiculous version of this story now look if you're listening to this even if you it's a friend of a friend's story if you've got a version of this that doesn't fit ours yeah but is from the same area or different whatever you've got yes do please get in touch via our socials on Facebook the, our page is called Catboy and Laura Twitter and Instagram at Catboy92 at Laura not Laura I'll put links in the uh, description of this podcast.
3: Yeah, some people have sent me the some of these news stories that we've read out today. Well In fact, we've read out all of the news stories that I could find. So there is seems to be fact that some individuals have stolen a penguin, but not not in the way that this story is being told about a boy has taken it home. So where has this story come from? That was. Seems to be pre the 2000s.
0: Do get in touch. All the contact details are in the description. Now, right back at the start of this, of course, we talked to your mum. Yes. Now, you originally thought this message came from your cousin, your mum's cousin. Yeah. However, your mum said, no, no, it was Sharon. Yeah. But then after we got Sharon's retelling of the story and not knowing anything about it, you decided to message your mum's cousin.
3: Well, the version I heard has always been... That Well, this is how I remember. You see, this is how stories change. I'd never, ever heard of Sharon. My mum had said to me that her cousin, I thought it was, stole a penguin from Southampton Zoo. Now, there did used to be an old zoo in Southampton many, many years ago. So that was the story I've always had in my head. Her cousin, Debbie, got in contact with us via um, seeing it on our Facebook page. Okay. She said to me, she's currently on holiday, so she can't be on here. So we
0: couldn't get her on the podcast this time.
3: But she said, hi, Laura, it's Debbie, your mum's cousin. I'm on holiday at the moment, but I know the real version of your mum's story.
0: That is so intriguing. We're going to have to leave it on a cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who appeared on today's episode of Husband and Wife, Sentenced to Life, The Penguin Files. Yes,
3: amazing. Thank you.
0: I want to say a quick mention to and Studios who provided the music that we've used throughout the podcast today, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, we'll be back with another episode this weekend. Please, if you're not already, do like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review and a rating. Click five stars it won't hurt you it only takes a second yeah we'll see you next time yeah thank you
4: the end
3: ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true baby it's me Geeky Palmer